Welcome to our space where talking about the inspiring things with inspiring people is what inspires us. Waiting for you here are the infinite possibilities that creation, collaboration and connection have to offer. A universe where we see everything through roasting the spectacles that help us to keep our faith in the power of imagination alive and well. And now, let's talk. Welcome to Metralla Rosa. Today, I'm so pleased to introduce to you a delightful South Korean artist. Her name, Yurin Goff. She's here next to me, and she has been living in England since 2007. She expressed herself through the traditional art of ceramics, and her work looks and feels really modern, really contemporary, and even experimental. She produces vases, vases, you can also say, or bowls, and I mean bowls, that are um, very beautiful and they embrace and express her admiration for the human form, the human condition, and especially the importance of human interconnection. Thank you so much for being here with us today. It's really a huge pleasure to have you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I mean, this is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I, I wanted to start asking you, because you, I know you were a fashion designer before to embrace the artistic work. Yeah. And um, I, I'm curious to know if the fact that you move out of your country and for first time out of Asia when you came to England um, made that transition possible in the way that you felt forced to come back to some sort of roots and in Korea the ceramics are actually huge and very important. There's any relation between these two things? Um, I have to say yes and no. Okay. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> because uh, when I touched the first clay, um, that was in Bristol, in the UK. Okay. Um, and uh, the you know, classes teacher told me, oh my God, you're so good mm. because you are, you know, um, Korean. Yeah. And I was like, mm, no. what's the connection? I, I never know about, how do you know? And of course, I'm ceramist, so I know about, you know, how traditional um, ceramic is, you know, um, in Korea. Yeah. Um, so she said like, oh, in your blood, you have a ceramic, ceramic in your blood and stuff. So I was like, Oh yeah, oh, really? And I was really, really proud of myself suddenly. Um, but in fashion, um, you just talked about. Um, I never, I never interested in ceramic when I was young. Okay. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> when I go to a museum or somewhere, and then I was like, oh, so bored. Why, why people display this like boring um, brown clays everywhere? Yeah. And uh, um, that was uh, my young. Age, I was uh, fashion in fashion industry. Yeah. Um. Before discover, before you could discover this passion for the ceramics, mm. tell me about your career as a fashion designer. I can easily see <laughs> that you are someone that yeah. 
express herself through aesthetics and mm -hmm. you feel comfortable and you look beautiful um, obviously you have a sense of style of style mm -hmm. and how, how was that career was it big did you have success um, I know you were working not only in Seoul but also mm -hmm. in Tokyo mm -hmm. yes so please tell me about that yeah um, um... So, uh, when I was interested in art, I couldn't go to the university for art. So, I started, um, I went to um, design course for one year course um, in Seoul, like a very, like a Soho ish London, but in Seoul there's okay. Akujo. Um, and uh, I went to, I, I took a course um, of uh, design um, shoes and handbags and accessories jewelries and then everything and uh, I was really 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 interested in it and I was like so excited because I love fashion and so that was the start and then I when I graduated and uh, it was really difficult to, to find a job of course uh, in fashion particularly yeah. <laughs> and lots of people wanted to be a fashion designer and but uh, I think yeah, probably I was quite bright and then also I do makeup and clothes and so people look at me and then believe me I'm good at fashion. So luckily I found um, some jobs and then I started. Um, but it wasn't that easy because um, I could only start from factory shoe designer. Okay. You were designing high heels, high heels. for very for yes. a long time, I guess. I think. Yes, I was working for ten years. Wow. Yeah. For any brand that is well, well known. So the start was um, um, in a factory, and then one of the amazing shoe designer, uh, who is founder in Korea, um, Shukomaboni. She's the first shoe designer who is a success, and she. I met her, she found me in factory and, and then there was lots of shoes I um, designed for SS um, and then she was like amazed, wow and then she said come to my studio and then let's talk about working together and then so I started to work with her immediately Wow. And uh, and that was what took you to Tokyo? No, that was no. the Oh yes, quite it's quite long time. <laughs> the story is quite long. <laughs> um because I look young but I'm not. I know, I know. Latins, Latin Americans yeah. and Asians yeah. we have that same thing. <laughs> Yes, we do. It's like I think that the the features mm. are like forever young kind yeah. of feature. Yeah. Very cute. Yeah. Let's say. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm cute, but you can oh. think that. <laughs> <laughs> um so I worked uh, um for a quite a long time and I designed um brand, clothes brand in Korea like a top shop. Okay, okay. Very, really high okay. fashion, you know. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I worked uh, and then I designed the shoe, particularly I love the high shoes, and then also jewelries and handbags. Um, 
And then suddenly I feel like um, I had enough some way. Um, I walked to all the different areas like yeah. a factory and then, you know, like in the middle between factory and then brand. So you supply designs to the brands. So I worked there as well. So um, at the end I had it all experienced. So um, one day in a factory company, a factory um, owner, told me, why don't you start your own business? I can give you um, financial support. Yes, and oh, then wow. the factory, there is uh, like an office, so I can give you office, so you work for us to um, get some order. Wow, and the design, it's like a design control. Yeah, well, so it was. Yeah, yeah, so it was that really, I was ready, and then also um, I was like, yay, I can do that. Um, that was, I was 25, <laughs> so, so I, I was, yeah, I was self-employed and then it was so excited and then also I met lots of designers and brands, already I knew some brands, um, um, designers already because I was working, so we were kind of colleagues and friends, so we knew each other, but um, it was really fun to um, meet people and then make business as well. So I also really enjoyed um, that one year business. Okay. Um, because I um, I was like a very on so much money and uh, um, there was uh, one of the company which was selling a lot to the Japan shoot to the Japan, export, export, yeah, export to Japan. So, um, particularly when I designed and then they select mine a lot. So, uh, my style was really, really um, working. Yeah, working Good. in Japan and yeah. they loved it. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll, I, I'm young and uh, um, if I go to you know, Japan and learn language and then come back and then I can make business myself. Mm. You, know, you were ambitious <laughs> already. <laughs> Very ambitious. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Good. that's why I went to Japan. Okay. And uh, what brought you to London? Oh, <laughs> I mean, so again, England. Like a tiny bit of a similar situation. I am ambitious. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I understand next, that yes. when you came to England, yes. it was the first time you were actually outside Asia. Yes. And you haven't come back. Uh, I mean, you mean not not to leave. I just visited once only. That was wow. all. Yeah. Wow. Only once. Yes. Um. Yeah. So that's I, incredible. I I was in Tokyo one and a half years for. Um, for six months, I mastered Japanese <laughs> because I was working so hard, 15 hours a day. And uh, I really enjoyed learning Japanese. So I, in, and then I had an exhibition, first year exhibition in London, uh, in, in Tokyo. In Tokyo. Yeah. And uh, one of the guys who is a flatmate of a friend, is English. <laughs> he and me, we kind of met when I came, when I went to Japan, and uh, uh, we kind of fall in love with each other. 
but I couldn't speak his language. He couldn't speak Japanese and um, Korean. Wow. So oh, we... those are the best love stories. <laughs> <laughs> we, we believe me. <laughs> I, I know it's a, I, I know it's a ridiculous, but uh, some way it worked. <laughs> It's perfect. There's no chance to argue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Um, and then uh, I came back to Korea and then he went to France and okay. Paris. He worked in France. And then he proposed me soon after. And then I feel like, yeah, I, I know, you know, um, you are my destiny <laughs> so Amazing. and then also and um, so it love brought to you yes to you to yes, London yes. oh that's beautiful that's even better than what oh, I thought oh. yeah 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 um so yeah so so that's uh are you still with these English yes, guys yes, yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I married uh, and uh but we couldn't speak English I couldn't speak English when I moved to so it was really hard. I relate perfectly. When I came to this country, I mm. couldn't speak a word. Mm. If I needed to say, can I have a glass of water? I used to have tears mm. because I felt so frustrated and mm. so incapable to communicate. So yeah. I totally get what you maybe I was were feeling. Yeah, when I met uh, his family and friends, they were all talking. I was like, you're listening to the music and then... Yeah, and if you, you feel <laughs> you would like to contribute and participate and let yeah. other people know you, but how mm. can you do it? Yeah. <laughs> Firstly, yeah. to, it's a long process to be able to speak a language mm -hmm. and you of course as an adult would mm -hmm. like it to happen super quick yeah. because you already have a level of understanding mm -hmm. in your own language mm -hmm. or maybe if you speak another one like mm -hmm. my case was you were speaking Japanese my case was with the Italian yeah but in English I couldn't say a word so yeah. it is very it was really hard yeah. to um, leave as well but uh, I also choose him because I mean not choose him because I mean <laughs> I was uh, I was thinking okay I was uh, um, designed in Seoul and Tokyo okay now London okay why not and yes. then another adventure yeah another yeah. adventure and then oh my god it was Bristol it was not in London so I was kind of stuck there, and then no friends and no families. And, and no English. Yeah. So I was just every day went to shopping with the high heels. <laughs> we could have been friends. My God, you are telling my story. That was my life in Cardiff when yeah. I arrived. I used to spend hours. I didn't have any money, but I used to spend hours looking at things in all the shops because, of course, I didn't know the shops. Mm. Everything was interesting for me. Everything was amazing. And I used to spend hours like I were in a museum, you yeah. know, like searching and, and trying to... But uh, in, in which moment you decided to start working as an artist I guess yes I guess there was a sort of very introspective process that started happening when you found yourself in a reality that was so detached somehow you you, you, you even if you are happy 
you somehow feel isolated and that's very yeah. good to create it yeah. somehow is it's good to bring you inside and start it yes finding yes. ways I to was communicate a, i right? was kind of you know felt in Bristol, when I arrived, I felt like uh, I was retired already because I was busy woman, you know, from start before, to, yeah. yeah, nine o'clock to you know twelve midnight. I was always working, and then suddenly, quiet, alone, and uh, that feeling was really weird. Mm -hmm. it, it w I don't know where I am. I don't know whether I am dead. I don't know if I belong. Belong in here, right? How now. can I belong? Mm. It's also you start asking yourself all these questions. How can I start making this happen? Yeah. Actually, yeah, it's so, it's really hard. You are right. You know, I was uh, drawing myself expressive, um, but that's. Uh, I've been doing a lot of drawings and paintings from since when I was young and uh, I draw my faces a lot. Yeah, I um, saw a drawing you did today in the train, uh, yeah. in your way. She was on her way and she posted in Instagram a lovely self-portrait, lovely. Yeah, so uh, I came back to the original uh, you. what I would want it to be. Um, I am also love fashion. I'm passionate fashion. Well, your work, also... your work shows that <laughs> love. Yes. But also shows a lot more than maybe you couldn't have expressed in the fashion world, right? Yeah. So, but, but, but yes, tell me please. How was your first encounter with ceramics? I'm very curious. Yeah, so um, several years in Bristol, I was depressed, and then slowly I um, into art and uh, meet lots of people and have a, a drawing club together and draw each other. So I actually two of the artists is still you know she, they are doing really well in London. So we time to time to contact each other. Um, so. Um, then I feel like, okay, I want to try pottery class. And then I went to pottery class and then I touched the, the clay. And then, oh my God. This the is moment a, you did it? The yeah, I, it, it was magical. I was like, oh my God, I can't stop to doing it. And uh, I feel like I found my body is very earthy and organic. And then my soul is like completely um, mixed with uh, nature. Yeah. <laughs> amazing, amazing, yeah. amazing. And also such a good opportunity to realize that we are we are that organic thing. Yes, we, exactly. We, 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 we can relate from, from that because we are somehow like yes, that. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, how did, did you make that amazing, beautiful connection between life drawing, which is something I'm sorry, this interview is going to be a lot like this, but it's something I also started doing because I couldn't speak the English mm -hmm. and, and I, I found, like you found the pottery, I found a way to express myself and be useful, be do something, produce some money with something that didn't require me to talk. 
So mm-hmm. that's why I I became a life model, but also I was good because I had a lot of emotions and a lot of things to communicate. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but that especially I wanted to communicate so much, but I mm. couldn't. So I was using my body to express all that energy. Yes. And you yes. do the, um, a beautiful combination of ceramics and life modeling, which is something very rare. I haven't seen that much. Yes. How mm. did you came to this wonderful yeah, so, mix of... Yeah, always uh, in my whole life, I always choose one which I really want to do. Um, so, for example, fashion was I really, really loved to do it. And then also the portal when I touched it, I loved it. And the life drawing, I was uh, doing on and off for more than 20 years. So okay, really so you already it. were yeah. into drawing people it. from life. Okay. Yes, when okay. I was 18, I went to the life drawing classes and uh, I First started. time and you fall in love. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. That's the only word I can say. You know? Yeah, and and I have seen that so much. People cannot really, or they maybe don't even want to explain why they love it so much, but they mm. love it. They just love the the interaction with a human being yes. and true creation and true observation, things that we not always do Yeah, exactly. in modern so society. That's um, um, one of the... My creation is a little bit different than the others because it's not about drawing. It's about um, capturing the moment between mm-hmm. model and me mm-hmm. and uh, the energy. Is that space in between <laughs> what, yes. what matters? Yes. It's not you, it's not me. Yeah. It's that energy in between both yeah. of us. Yeah, and then yeah. I just wanted to capture the moment, the right now, two of us, and... Um, that's called the contemporary art. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And at the same yes. time, you were discovering this amazing clay mm. that was allowing you to express in a very organic, earthy way. Yeah, so for the first time, I mean, because I wasn't based, I mean, back, my background wasn't ceramic. I never formally trained at all. Um, so um, I had to find out, you know, what kind of material I should use because I had no idea. Exactly. So, but uh, the good thing was I already been experienced with the fashion, so I knew kind of uh, how to choose materials mm-hmm. some ways. Of course, <laughs> of course, you had training that yeah. and, and an eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I kind of, you know, searched myself um, which kind of material gonna be goes well with the human body lines and then um, the textures of uh, um, material and then human body colors and then um, I found lots of people, you know, fascinated about white pottery, pottery and porcelains, uh, but the white color wasn't uh, for me, it wasn't uh, um, organic for me and then it's too 
white like uh, imagine you know you have makeup and the powder onto your yeah. face so that's like a kind of porcelain um so i found the stoneware which is really similar to my skin color it's more like a vanilla like or more, more beige mm, yeah more, more like skin color yes yes like. exactly mm -hmm. so um and then it's a raku clay and then when i tested with the pencil the pencil is no normal pencil so i had to search whether ceramic pencils exist and then they were so oh my god it's perfect and then i tested it and they came out beautifully magically and uh, it's like better than my drawing better than my drawing it's just uh, something in it yeah you know, like a brightness like it changes something and uh I and gives the the for the human form mm -hmm. is already very complicated and very tri-dimensional tri mm -hmm. and when you try to draw that it is already magical mm -hmm. but because of the form of the the surfaces you were using as a canvas, mm -hmm. yes, ceramic, exactly. It, it adds uh, layers of of complexity, mm -hmm. I feel, and also of beauty, of mm -hmm. beautiness. Because you, the more you express, the more experimentally or complex, you know, searching for some kind of complexity, you you are you find something more unique or more special yeah. and that's what you did yes i i think you know um no one did it like uh, what i do i'm sure because which is it's it's invention from yeah. me i love life drawing and i love uh, you know making balls and then combined together so it was quite unique and uh, also, you know, people mentioning, oh, wow, this is, uh, i never seen before. <laughs> yeah. Your, your vases and your bowls, um, the pieces you create, because you also do some faces more like a sculpt like sculptures. Yeah. Um, do, do you mind if people use them in an utilitarian way, if they yes. use them? Do you mind? Or, yes, or... that was the, actually first uh, um, my idea. Okay to surprise the uh, guest. <laughs> so you don't mind, okay, good. I was, uh, I was but you know, um, from the beginning, my artwork is uh, quite um, reasonable, affordable, and then now bigger and bigger, and then it's uh, quite uh, um, colorful. And and so now I, you know, suggest the display on the wall. Yeah, you prefer <laughs> them to be appreciated in a different yeah. way. Yeah. Like but a if sculpture. They, if they brave enough, just to put on the table, you know, put some, you know, nuts in it, and then people dig it, and then find out what it is in the news. <laughs> and I found very beautiful that you mentioned that you work with human beings that are most of times naked in front of you, but you feel somehow that you are also naked when you create art because you are somehow also expressing yourself in such an authentic and in, uh, with such a honesty that you always feel also feel naked. I love that. Can you please yeah. tell me more? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, um, for me, uh, let me say, you know, um, I think most of uh, very artistic people, mm. um, which I, I do myself very um, inside of me, um, is uh, 
for example, different than when I'm talking with you. Um, there is something um, behind. Yeah. And uh, the art I show is, um, I don't have to say something. I just to, in my mind, uh, just to pick it up and then just to um, show. So when I draw or make some drawings and creations, um, I don't think about audience. I just to um, make what I wanted to make, mm -hmm. um, which is that's why, you know, when I, at the end, like people see it and then, oh my God, sometimes uh, oh, I want to hide away. That's the moment you realize that you <laughs> yeah, are exactly. naked in front yeah, of them. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. When, when you finally mm. confront the yeah. fact yeah. that people is going to look at those things that you yeah. did kind of for yourself, yeah. but now are exposed to the world. Yeah, but yeah. surprisingly, people think uh, lots of different ways um, to get to look at my artworks. I mean, it's still one reason I don't really want to explain my work because mm. I don't want to spoil the imagination of themselves. Um, so sometimes they think, you know, I'm quite, uh, oh, you're a very interesting person, like you're looking at this, you know, but, you know, hmm. <laughs> and I, then they, they imagine me, I am that kind of a character. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you uh, aren't, or you I, are. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just to I just to um, trust myself. I just to um, having fun myself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, definitely. Yeah. And um, you had a, a solo exhibition. Tell me about the exhibitions. The the that aspect of uh, okay. I'm not only producing this amazing work, but I also want to sell it. I want people to look at it. Are you good at the business side? Because coming <laughs> coming from a from a very good training in mm, fashion. Mm. I would guess you are good at that, <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe, maybe that, that it's me, like like your audience creating yes, yes. a character out yeah. of you. If I sell front of you, I can. I can sell my shoes or accessories. Okay. But art is a little bit difficult to sell um, because sometimes I found it's not product; it's a piece of a thing. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess you're right. Um, I'm basically a little bit trained, so um, I guess so. That's why you know when I did the other art fair um, for the first time in Bristol, actually at the um, Anofini Gallery, um, that was amazing because I could be able to meet people directly and then tell me about, uh, tell them about myself and my artworks. Um, so that was that was really working. Yeah, and then several others. Um, actually, that you know. Um, so let me tell you, I wasn't uh, um, um, trained in art either. So um, when I wanted to start being an artist, it wasn't really easy to start. But I think the um, the art fair was gave me a lot of opportunity to meet lots of audience, and then when I met the audience, they remembered me, and they are um, just uh, watching at me through the Instagram or whichever in the media, and then mm -hmm. emailing, and then my website, um, and then suddenly 
um, several years later, oh my god, this is the moment I would like to collaborate with you or I would give you a chance for solo exhibition. So that's why I had the first solo exhibition um, last year. Okay, that's good. Yeah, and uh, it was uh, um, very, you know, Oxford Road or Street, <laughs> you know, the famous place. Oh my god, my. English don't worry, don't worry, worry, but it, yeah. was, it was somewhere important and interesting yeah. for you. Yeah, so it was a really, really great opportunity for me to express everything and then show in a one, you know, gallery room space. Um, Did so, you sell a lot that, 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 um, in that opportunity? Well, how was, it, how was it, the... It's not easy. It's not easy because if you think people... Um, for example, um, compared to the other fair, people just buy, come and buy straight away directly from the artist. Uh, but I think galleries are quite difficult to sell mm. um, because they take commissions and stuff quite, you know. Um, yeah, I think a gallery exhibition is more less commercial. commercial okay. You know what I mean? So it's like a more show. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I couldn't sell anything. But uh, um, I met an um, amazing hat designer who is called uh, Victoria Grant, who is the um, celebrator hatter. And she fell in love with my artwork in 2016. Okay. And then she was kept watching at me. And then solo ex exhibition. When I when I said I'm gonna have a solo exhibition, and she said, "Oh, I would love to come and see your work," and then she literally came to me, and uh, she said, "Oh my god, like one eighty pieces." She was in front of that, and then, "Oh my god, this is amazing," and explained lovely English word, beautiful sound with it. I was like, "Oh, oh, amazing!" I, 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 I wanted to record your voice and, and being able to repeat yeah, all, these, all these descriptions yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. for myself. Yeah, so, but... um, and then she asked me, I was <clears throat> in Brooklyn, um, in New York, show show my work um, again at the Adart Fair. Wow. And then I got text message when I was in a hotel room from Victoria Grant. And then she said, um, I was really waiting the moment to work with you. Would you like to collaborate with me? And uh, I was like, oh my God, are you joking? Are you <laughs> she's like a design Madonna's heart. And she's like, you know, Beyonce. And she's like a really, really Very well known. Yeah, okay. well known. And, and uh, what's the collaboration about? Tell me, what, what yeah. do you do together? What have yes, you done together? Yes. So, um, and then she also texted me, oh, by the way, this is the gallery um, I I wanted to show, so um, look at it. And then that was the Hicks Art Gallery, which is the um, Trump Shed. There is a Hicks restaurant. Um, there is a famous uh, um, Damon Hurst. It's a um, cow and then... Anyway, it was like a, I saw the video of uh, Tracy Men was uh, talking about that gallery and I was like oh my god this is the uh, maybe it's dream it's not real 
Wow. They could do you live. Do you mean that in the entrance the there, there's a, a, a yeah. devil? Like, uh, like, like the classical? <laughs> sorry, that's the, uh, who is it, the name of it? Um, Damon Hust? Yeah, okay, the okay, cow, okay. The, the big cow in okay. the middle of the restaurant. Okay. And underneath, I think I have, have seen photos of that. Place. Yeah. Yeah. Underneath, they have a um, gallery. It's called the Hexart Gallery. Wow. Yeah, and then she, she told me that place is going to be the exhibition place. And I was like, oh my God. Oh, I can't believe. I cannot believe. And then. Day after, another text message from her, and she said, by the way, the gallery loves your work. So they wanted to show your works as well as collaboration works. And I was like, oh my God, this is a over-the-top, over-the-top pun. Like a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so that was the amazing opportunity for me. So um, when was this exactly? Yeah, that was this year. This okay. year. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so I got contacted from her last year in November. So we were working collaboration works and then my work um, to show in, uh, I would say, March to May. So three month um, exhibition was um, planned. Okay, but, mm -hmm. but and it happened? Did it happen? Yes, yes, yes. This coronavirus um, situation. We installed them before the um, um, the private party. Okay. And then the private party was cancelled. Oh. And then it's forever cancelled. But it's going to happen uh, in the future? No, because no. the business is all closed. Oh it's, my God. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really sad because... Um, um, it was most a very interesting exhibition um, because uh, um, it's not only hot, it's not only um, ceramic, uh, it's all together and lots of people was like, oh my god, looking forward to seeing it, how it looks like. And um, But that, those are the things that happen in the art world that make, maybe... The timing looks perfect, but then something happened. But you never know in the future how yes. is that going to work out for you. Yeah. And uh, I, I wonder how the the situation, the health situation you had in 2016 when you were, oh, yes. you, you came through a process because of the breast, breast cancer. cancer. Yes. Did, did that change your, now that you are talking about opportunities and things <laughs> that are going to happen but don't happen, maybe mm -hmm. you have now a different understanding of things just because you were in a situation that made me, allows you to see things from a more sensible perspective or, or, or yes, I, I don't know, know what you mean. I don't know. Um, yeah. it's, a, it's a kind of a um, wake up call somehow. Yeah, it's a, I was learned a lot um, through my emotional difficulties um, through my whole year, basically. But particularly in 2016, the, um, my breast cancer treatment, uh, it wasn't really easy. But I guess um, I was in a way very um, stronger. Yeah, it made you stronger. Yeah, and then also, as you said. Uh, um, for example, this uh, Hex Art Gallery exhibition was really excited, of course. 
but um, yeah, also um, I kind of in a way questioned myself, why is it? Um, because maybe something good things is coming. For yeah, example, this exactly. time is yeah, this time is uh, not right. So maybe another wait for big moment. Then, yeah, you know that's it, they. That's they it. say that everything that doesn't happen is somehow because something better is gonna happen. Yeah, so, so that's I, the best way to hmm, look at things. Probably yeah. when I look at my past, and then I was like a learning from my past, and then. Um, thinking the moment why that moment was really hard then afterwards oh that's why I got really another success and another success mm -hmm. because of that um, and uh, you you were able to transform that uh, health situation you went through in a very interesting series of artwork which is your your collection vain ego yes and uh, I wonder if he, that, that <clears throat> I know the, the word vain comes from the fact that you did a lot of self-portraits yes. and that forced Front you of a mirror. to me, look yeah. at you in the mirror. Yes. And the ego because of all the transformation of the emotions or all the process you went through. But also I get, I, I wonder if you use that ego somehow to honor Egon Schiel because that particular work ah. looks a lot in my opinion like oh, a, really? somehow it feels like the influence of uh, his beautiful artwork was there but not nothing well, to do with lots that. of people saying so, that okay so I was one day okay I love Egon Schiel everyone loves and then also I draw live drawings and then he did mm -hmm. a lot of beautiful drawings and then used pencils. Mm. Particularly and pencil the line drawings was so very expressive yeah? and yeah. So I was like, okay, I wanted to compare what kind of thing is similar. <laughs> compare yeah. my drawing and Denise's drawing. And then I was like looking at myself and then there's nothing similar at all. It's just something. But, yes, there is something. Style, the, yes, the, the, this is something because I found because I like drawing hands and feet. Uh huh. Because hands is you should uh, you're feeling and emotions more particularly and mm -hmm. um, brighten it, and then that's uh, that's what what I like to draw people's hands and feet, and life drawing particularly is really difficult to draw. So um, that, it, when I say the uh, Egon Schiele's one and mine, because we draw hands and feet in a very peculiar a very way, yeah, way, in a very clear and yeah. like a statement. Yes, uh, the, the, the Egon's hands are always huge and very, very expressive, very raw. There, there's a there's an energy of. Lot of character. Yeah, but also um, I can say. Um, so my husband told me he's he's a really good supporter, mentor. <laughs> <laughs> that's said, good to know. <laughs> yeah, he said he said I'm clever, I'm pretty, and <laughs> yeah, well, that's always, true. Like, of course, I'm, I don't believe that part. But <laughs> no, but it is. It's true. Yes, yes, your work but, is uh, somehow very yeah. sensitive, very tender. Mm -hmm. And um, I love the fact, I wanted to talk about this more in detail about the process because I love this thing you do to that you dress the undress mm -hmm. without obscuring the form of the body. Yes. And um, 
there I have a lot of drawings that I have been collecting from sessions. Yeah. And I take them when people threw them away. Oh yeah. Because I always have the had this idea when I saw your work and the explanation, I felt so connected of doing dresses on my naked body mm -hmm. and playing with that thing I have always loved, which yeah. is collage yes. and fashion. Yeah. So I never have done it, yeah. but I had the idea. And yeah. that's more or less what you do so beautifully. But if you could please explain yeah. the whole process. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I based it in fashion. Not based it, my background was fashion. Yeah, you started um, your, your yeah. life yeah, as a fashion so, designer. Yes, yeah, so um, when I am in the studio, in my studio, all war is full of the inspiration images, which is very similar to when I worked in a fashion <laughs> cut. Yeah, some fashion magazines and you know, have pictures. a mood, mood war, uh, yeah. board around you. Yeah, so um, that was a uh, connection. So and then, um, you know, as I said, you know, I love the portraits, I love the love drawings, and I love fashion. So why don't I combine more <laughs> yeah. together, which I love? Uh, so that's why I. Um, uh, had that idea and uh, then you know I showed that in my solo exhibition for the first time so what I do is I draw a um, person in front of me I draw inside the um, contour surface of ceramic balls which is viscified and so it's really quite rough and um, raw mm. if I say um, it has a texture yeah texture so it's like a concrete Mm -hmm. kind of concrete feeling yeah. there's a stones like little stones there so when you draw it's like not straight smooth it's, it's not completely smooth yeah uh, so I draw it uh, in a um, concept so that's why I used to went to a live drawing session and with my balls <laughs> and then draw but now I had to call a private model to um, I was wondering <laughs> if you were going to the yeah. sessions with your balls. You used yeah, to do, do that. I yeah. do as well sometimes. Okay. 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 But a uh, particular like a theme of uh, my project uh, has to be um, private model with. Um, so, uh, so the draw inside the ball, and then um, so model when models comes, that I take. Um, I ask them to wear some fashionable clothes and then take the photos. And then that photos is um, combined with my life drawings, sketches on top of it. Okay, yeah. so you somehow work with this juxtaposition of two bodies. One that was dressed and one that was yeah. undressed. So I exactly say take off exactly your poses. Your hands was here, your outfit was there. And okay, then, so keep the pose, yeah. but take the clothes yes, off. exactly. Okay. So <laughs> recently, actually, um, I asked one of the mother to wear like a blankets around it and then drop it and then she was dropping. I love it. <laughs> she really enjoyed it. Okay. I think it's really rare, um, different. Um, From a normal. Yeah, yeah the yeah. normal. So with the music as well. So um, they are really excited about, you know. I bet. That is much better than a normal class. Yeah. I would love to do something 
being guided by you it sounds amazing so um uh, but and and then you have few collections few series of work with this process where you add more elements and uh, they look more co like collages it feels like you also add some background oh yes and uh, do you do that yes. after you draw yes so okay. it's it's layer That's after a... layer or yes. how do you do that so it's, so it's called a transfer so i use a transfer um for colorful images um but you're very sharp, or you're very sensitive and then amazingly sharp because <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the question telling me. Uh, so the background abstract is completely different process. So um, when I was, uh, you know, I have a child and then her gymnastic, I had to wait one hour there. I was get really bored so I brought my iPad okay I express myself and freely yeah freely less messy I mean not not messy at all on the iPad with the colors and then stuff because you know when I'm getting older I like ceramic and then abstract okay. which I never interested in when I was young um so abstract so I really enjoyed the and you know I'm like the feeling and emotion and colors and everything and then I had a lot of uh, um, paintings iPad paintings and then I thought okay um, I draw um, person but the person is not that person I always draw the aura of a feeling mm -hmm. inside and then I wanted to show the aura background with that abstract so, but weirdly, I don't plan to do this one for that because that's boring. Yeah. So what I did is like a randomly painted abstract and then I just combine, oh, this color is great. Uh, okay, much. So you play around yes. with the shapes, but it's somehow related with the feeling that the person gave you. So, for example, if you are drawing someone, do you think those backgrounds are not any background but they are, have been chosen to somehow describe also the aura of the person you are drawing there's a connection yes. between i find the lovely. i find the um aurora um which is his or hers uh -huh. <laughs> yeah i love i love that because it's um, it's really about creating connection with the model and not just drawing the model as an excuse to get better at drawing you know some of the classes it's okay but most of people they just want to draw well and then they draw you because it could be you could be anything but i feel like for you that human being is really important and uh, I, 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 do you talk with the models? It's more like a silent interaction. How is it when you are in your studio? How is your studio? Tell me a little yes. bit about your environment and, and, and yeah. your, your way of work. Yeah, uh, my studio is back of the, my garden. There's a box size, like square uh, box of uh, a space which is lovely, bright one, 
Amazing sign. because also it's very convenient. You yeah. have it there. You can work a lot. Yeah, it's amazing. So I didn't really feel like when I was when we had the lockdown situation, and I I couldn't feel I Different. was locked down. I yeah. was locked down in my studio. <laughs> I love that. Uh, so, uh, what was the question? Sorry, <laughs> that, that, um, if you talk with your model, oh yes, or it's more models, like a yes. silent. Yes. So when models comes and then I explain, what I would like to him to her to do it, and then um, actually before it was really silent, silent. Uh, but now um, when I um, because model is quite limited in Cambridge, so yeah. when I call model, some are your friends. They are, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they became my friend. Yeah. <laughs> so we little to be chat, but mostly uh, when I started to concentrate and uh, um, I couldn't, I couldn't chat. But uh, I'm not. I'm I'm drawing quite uh, quickly, but uh, also I'm really concerned about models whether they are comfortable or not. So yeah. during the drawing um i ask them you know are you right do you want a bit rest or something like that that kind of conversation but otherwise no otherwise is it's a interchange so you to read the music yeah but depends on the music depends on my mood uh so i choose uh, spe specifically um which is goes well that aura and moment and I, I have seen you drawing and then it feels like you really embrace mistakes. Like you, yes. you, you just draw and what comes out, comes out a little bit. Like yeah. you can maybe re redo a line, but not, there's not the process of, but everything is not very polished, you know, you like very you perfect. You yeah, I never done, I never use rubbers from the beginning of my life drawing learning so you commit with the line you do and that i don't i don't use rubbers at all okay. so that was a kind of trend um but it's not really diff easy because it's not on the paper it's a um it's a ball so uh when i draw like i have to draw from here to there and mm -hmm. there so the proportions um Quite important, isn't it? Like when you see the bodies, like yeah, you need to feel like it's correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, if I make a mistake, then that's it. I just to draw another line over it and then make corrections. Um, but I don't rub it off. That's it. When I go, just to okay, let's go and then let's go and. And it's let's go. And yes, let's go. Exactly. <laughs> and um, to, because of that process that embrace mistakes, mm -hmm. I would like to ask you: What do you think you have learned in your life because of your failures? Because of what others maybe see as failures, or maybe you see as failures, but have been very important as a lesson because of the lesson you you learn with them. Can you think about anything? Mm, so, um, so when I say that, you know, for example, drawing, I had a kind of a break time. So once uh, I was really frustrated myself when I draw from top to live model and live drawing sessions, and then I was like, oh, it has to be perfect. And then suddenly, oh my God, I don't know. <laughs> I just made made pencil marks just all over it and I was feeling like, oh my god, 
it feels great. Yeah. Let's do this. Like, okay, whatever. I don't care. You know, the moment, enjoy the moment is the big lesson. Yes. Of, uh, yeah. So, um, I did that and then after that my drawing process was incredibly improved suddenly okay so you that that's a very good lesson to learn that the the less the more you enjoy the process mm -hmm. the better the result you yeah. think yeah maybe it's related with letting go the tension letting go the expectation exactly just to enjoy the moment mm. <laughs> and and now that you mentioned that I would like to come back to your series yes. uh, about the faces vein and vein vein ego, ego, ego faces. <laughs> because I would like to know why you decided that you wanted to do 108 yes and why they needed to have a narrative but they needed to show a moment in particular not a the story is the all of them together right yes but separated they should show a moment just a moment nothing nothing more nothing less but why 108 why that yes that's a really good question <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 108 is i'm not religious okay. i don't have a religion uh but i believe myself but i really like uh, buddhist thought and think and 108 is in buddhist it's a mantra of uh, oh. um it and uh, it shows human feelings and emotions and then um, taste and, you know, smells and like uh, um, pains. Um, so that's why I choose 108 faces. So in numerology related with Buddhism, yes. then the number has a meaning. Yeah. So it's like a humanity, human, human feelings, wow. basically. So I was like, oh, this is it. This is amazing. Um, I had uh, more than 200 uh, drawings, but I chose only 108 to make it because of that reason. Um, so um, the Vainaga faces, um, particularly the feelings that you said, um, because I was uh, diagnosed with breast cancer in 2016, so I draw myself every day uh, and I... Um, made a ball uh, front of a mirror i made a, i draw sketched my whole body and changings and you know lose my weight and changing my emotions and uh, like it treatment and surgeries that period of the time um so um when you look at the venago faces the the faces someone <laughs> told me it's not you, isn't it? But it looks like you. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, it's me. But they they don't see me mm. because I think because my hair is long and pretty. Now. And, you, and you don't have the hair. I didn't have a hair before, and that period of time I was a bit, you know. And then also I draw my emotions rather than appearance yeah rather rather than the physicality yeah. it's more about the the, the sensations yeah. there's one with your with your tongue in polka dots <laughs> like it looks like a kabuki kind of uh, yeah. 
character. Yeah. Why is is it the the well, the, the thong yeah. with polka dots? It has any meaning, or it's just a casual? Uh, let me say just a play. I like it. Make not to plan it. Uh, so when I made the forms of the face shapes and then I draw exactly from the drawing, so on top. And then I wanted just to play with the colours and makeups and yeah. then I yeah, see. Yeah, it's, it's about so the being was like just self expressive. Oh, this is a this is probably good with the dots. Some dots. <laughs> it, it was it was a good decision. And yeah, yeah. um, is it is as an artist, how do you relate with the self-portrait? It's easy, it's uncomfortable, it's it's scary, is it therapeutic? How is it for you? Therapeutic is the answer. Um, when I was uh, very, very young, I used to draw front of... Uh, I mean, I love a portrait in general. So I stopped my friend in front of me, let me draw you, and then... At the end, I signed it and then give it to her. It's gonna be worth it in the future. <laughs> but anyway, and then no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I see the beauty in that anecdote. And then uh, when I was uh, my childhood was great, uh, but uh, some way because of my mother was a single mother, and uh, when she's got drunk in the night, she is like she's. I was a friend of her and her husband mm. and, uh, you know, daughter as well. And she's uh, telling me, you know, how difficult it is to being a uh, single on mother. On her own, yeah. her, her own raised me up. Uh, so that was kind of dark side of me, you know. Uh, I was really worried about my mother. Uh, and uh, so that's why I feel, I was feeling very sensitive, you know lots of ways um, and then I feel I felt a lot of sadness somehow when I was like 20 age 20 ish um, so I was crying crying like you know once a week I have to cry <laughs> I have to cry so in front of the mirror I look at myself and purple particularly in stares it and I just cry mm. You know, it's it's incredible <laughs> you mentioned that because I I think it, it's it, do that work, look at yourself in the mirror, staring at you, trying to communicate with yourself in a very deep, profound way, sometimes without words, sometimes sometimes telling you things if yeah. that's what what how you feel or what you feel. It's really, really therapeutic, yeah. Yeah, it's so, like a shadow work. It's like you work with your with your less happy yeah, states, but yeah. then you bring out something good out of that confrontation yeah. with yourself. So when I still I'm not crying anymore because <laughs> I don't have, so I don't much. have I don't have time to cry even. <laughs> you no. had you, you did you did all the crying <laughs> on those days. Yeah. So um now, I mean, I still like draw uh, self-portrait myself a lot, and uh, one of the one of the biggest uh, proud myself was I was selected by Ruth Borchard um, self-portrait um, exhibition. Uh, my work was selected, and uh, wow. I expected the last year just before my solo exhibition. 
and that was a huge moment for me it was like a, oh i kind of got a certificate <laughs> yeah you're good at self-portrait you, <laughs> and um recently you were part of the exhibition of the SWA, yes. the um, Society of Women Artists, yes. and it, it was online. Yes. How was that experience for you? Did you, did, even if it was online, mm. gave you the opportunity to engage with a lot of artists, to know people, to uh, show your work? How, how has been the response? Um, I think uh, um, there are many difficulties now to show your artwork, uh, but I was uh, very lucky to have my work was selected, uh, which is great to yeah. post in my Instagram so people still sees and what I'm doing it. Um, but I. It's not the same as being not, in a gallery. It's and... not. It, you can't contact from the audience directly from mm. because it's a whole exhibition, annual exhibition. So they, if people want to buy and contact, and then they contact the um, SWA. Um, but uh, last year I was selected as well. Okay. And uh, it was great. That was the first time. And then, because I'm a woman, and uh, how amazing I was selected. Um, and there was a um, princess, uh, um, Michael Kent, and then she was uh, looking at my artwork, and then I was next to her, and then she was like, oh, and then look at me, keep going. Wow. And I was like, yes, that's a great word. I'm keep going. Yes, better encouragement, impossible, right? Mm. It was perfect. Yeah, it's a, it's better than oh wow, your work is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Sometimes mm. people can't really say the 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 perfect word yeah. to touch your heart. Yeah, and it, it it's amazing. I I I I guess you miss a little bit that opportunity, the opportunity to see your artwork in a gallery and have a real interaction with people, but. These days, yes. everything ha is happening in social media. So I also would like to ask you how it's been that for you. It's um, it's been a way, a productive way to get in touch with a lot of people around the world, or, or do you think it's time consuming? How do you see the, these platforms of social media? Mm, I think uh, this social media is. Uh, um giving me a really huge opportunities um, because as I said my background wasn't uh, um, from the artistic um, and uh, the, the other art fair was great but now you know everything you know closed uh, now the Instagram I had the contact uh, from lots of people like galleries as well and then got email from them and then they wanted to buy immediately good <laughs> better than that impossible and yeah. they poached actually from directly from me and once i um one of the australian gallery they wanted to have my artworks as well so it was all through the instagram good so <laughs> any any recommendation any advice for young people or people that is trying to use these platforms in a wise way what would you say to them 
Well, to be honest, uh, I'm learning as well because it's not easy for me. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm just trying hard to post regularly and uh, show my artwork nice mainly, way. Mainly, and don't get you don't get distracted with uh, other things. Yeah, I so feel. some people has got several other accounts, but I have only one, uh, which is um, that's enough for me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I know yeah. what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot do it. actually it's really really difficult to even um show my feelings about my artwork you know with the English yeah I'm not really perfect you see so. but, it, but it, it, that embrace that yeah really? keep going oh. keep doing that because yeah. that's very it come across yeah with a tenderness yeah that Otherwise, you wouldn't have, you yeah. know. But I'm really like... good at conversations. <laughs> um, I, I like conversations and chat. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. and it's all. It feels sometimes that it's only one di one direction. Like you can't really have a real interaction. But well, thank you. Thanks to those social media, for example, yeah. we yeah. are here Amazing. talking today. So yes. it's definitely uh, good to embrace the good side of it and not getting too distracted with um, things that maybe doesn't have much meaning. Mm -hmm. Any any plan for the future? Because I think we are getting to the end, yeah. but I would like to know if you are working in something uh, new. Yes, or... I think uh, I um, just finished the Beinego 108 Faces, which wow. is called Army of Me. Uh, I normally apply lots of uh, art competitions and uh, I am looking forward to hearing from them in December about the result but um, I'm not going to be disappointed if I didn't select it but I have been a go faces and the balls as well but the balls are an ongoing project so I finished the 20 balls but uh, um, there's 10 more balls to just to to keep going but uh, it, it doesn't have to be finished for the show uh, which is I'm um, looking for um, exhibition spaces and uh, um, so I'm, I have a lot of uh, um, Beinego faces and um, balls and then also I'm gonna do on canvas myself my drawings with the paintings acrylic paintings so when it's uh, that's the another project for the 108 faces um, paintings okay so that one and then I have original paint and uh, drawings as well so um, there are that whole series I really wanted to show one great places at once okay and it's everything the, together everything the canvases, together. The, 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 yes. the little sculptures and the balls yes everything together and then also the balls has got a stories about my childhood and from my born until now um so it's all connected so i i written um stories about it as well as uh, I so there have, are also going to be stories yes yeah, stories to read yeah, story is much to do with the colorful images. So the balls I draw my draw myself, and I match it with the image of my childhood and the memories that I couldn't forget. So there is wow. that's all stories that behind, and then also I took videos of me myself when I draw <laughs> myself. So um. I should edit, but soonish. <laughs> Sounds wonderful. And yeah. I'm glad 
to see that that young, ambitious lady is still there. <laughs> I think because, I'm forever young. <laughs> because sometimes when when you when you leave your country and well, you need to adapt to new realities, but it's always good to see that the the original spirit is still there, still still alive yes. and sounding. Yes, <laughs> sane and sound. Yes, good, good. Um, thank you so much for this conversation, for all you share, and I would like to yes. give you a <laughs> Thank you, oh. thank you. Good luck and keep going. Keep thank going. you, thank you. Oh, yeah, Amazing. your princess. <laughs> Mi casa es tu casa, and bye bye for now. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>